This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another weekly episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by pro wrestling fans. Uh, as always, thank you very much for listening to the podcast this week. You can listen to this on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and MarkingOut.com. Rate, subscribe, uh, get our ratings up there. Um, while you're at MarkingOut.com, make sure that you buy a Marking Out t shirt. Uh, in addition to that, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out, and also at out on Twitter, where we live tweet and just tweet in general about stuff. Um, emails, if you have any questions, you can email us at out one at gmail.com. If you uh, have some music, you can send it that way as well, because we will definitely play it on the podcast. So, yeah, my name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at ChrisSweenDog. I'm also sitting here with hashtag NoTwitterDave. Dave, how are you today? It's all about boats and hoes today. Boats and hoes. Yeah? Hell yeah. All right, good. I'm going to be on a boat a little bit, and I'm going to have a few hoes in a little bit. It's going to be a good time. Not not like one of those raft boats? No, none of that's actually going to happen anyway. I got work. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Cool story, bro. <laughs> and then... We are also joined here by, uh, I almost said the Count of Monte Fisto. I haven't used that in a while. But you should. Yeah, the you Count should. of Monte Fisto, Armando Galarraga, Cousin Brandon, Brandon Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how you doing? I'm doing awesome as always, and that movie sucks. What movie? Well, anything with Will Ferrell. Boo. Boo. <laughs> we should just, uh, we should just awesome. kick. Yeah, Will Ferrell's so funny. I it's just, just do it, I could do exactly what Will Ferrell does. I could fall and trip over a desk and be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, probably, not, to me, that's not funny. No, it's not even that. It's, it, it's his inflection on certain things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like him. Um, did you see, like, the, I think it was like the, the Golden Globes or like the Oscars, like, recently? He did. Um, yeah. TV award. I, I didn't see it. He did an award with that chick from Bridesmaids, who I find oh. some. I forget. She's she's actually a good looking chick. I forget her name. She's a oh, comedian as well. Kristen yeah. Wiig. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was it. Thank you. Yeah, that was from a different award show, but apparently on another one, some chick just randomly bombarded him while he was accepting a an award, and he was just like, "Who is this bitch?" <laughs> Not really like that, but kind of. You can imagine yeah. if you did say that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, before we before we start off with the uh, pr- pr- sports entertainment talk, uh, we just want to send our condolences to everybody that was affected by the tragedy in Boston this week. It totally sucks, man. And uh, especially uh, now, it looks like you know, right before we put this on, justice is uh, being served to these two guys that are doing it. So, yeah, our thoughts and prayers are out with everybody. And uh, to get your mind off of it, let's talk about some sports entertainment. And we'll start off with SmackDown. From last week, uh, goods, bads, middles, uh, we're excluding a couple things, and we'll tell you why later on in the show, but we only have uh, some goods. Uh, we'll start off with Dolph Ziggler coming out on SmackDown, celebrating his world heavyweight title win last Monday on Raw against Alberto Del Rio, but cut off very shortly by Y2J. Y2J then gets his match against Dolph Ziggler in the main event of the evening, which Dolph Ziggler is successful with the roll-up of the tights. 
Uh, more storylines going on here after the match. Fandango comes out and attacks Y2J. So it looks like maybe kind of writing Y2J off for a little bit and you know keeping. I don't want to say. I don't want to say that that was sh- like a strong win for Dolph Ziggler. Do I agree? also. I don't. I don't really think that they're going to be writing him off. I just think they're trying to advance the storyline between. Fandango and Jericho. But uh, isn't Jericho going on tour with Fozzie, like, coming up? I have no idea. Yeah, neither do that, I. That's something I haven't even looked up, but I've been meaning to. It's, he is Fozzie's schedule, but, I mean, I could see him... Because last year, didn't he take off around this time, too? Yeah. So I Because mean, uh, with, with Skull and Bones, yeah, it was the name of the album. That, that album came out recently, so... I don't know. It's possible that he's going to be uh, gone... I, I could see him uh, defeating Fandango one more time, but then the grudge match going to Fandango though, and then him uh, piecing out. Or you have like a ball a ballroom like. Bro. Dude, I like what you said last week. You Me? said the yeah the ballroom street fight or whatever you said. Yeah, I, I said that last week. I thought I said that right now. No, last week. Yeah, you know what? Like, like I want to touch on this with Fandango for a minute because you know we we give them the rub and they deserve it because they're fucking awesome. Two and a half wrestlers podcast this week. Pat was Pat said something about Fandango's character about their, how they're trying to make him sloppy and make him like you know not that good of a worker, even though we know Johnny Curtis is awesome. And it makes like completely and utterly sense because I went back and I watched Fandango versus Chris Jericho and like that kick that he did on the apron. It didn't look like solid, but it kind of looked a little bit sloppy. So it's kind of like, hey, he's transitioning himself from being some a successful ballroom dancer to being, you know, a okay wrestler. But in time, we'll see his skills like kind of evolve and become. Son better. of a bitch! What? They're I, Joseph parking him. They're, what? They're Joseph parking him. What does that mean? Because he had to like he was kind of iffy at first. Oh, but I, I like it though. Dave, you're gonna I, say something. I, I like it too. I just I want to see him. Ha, um, I don't know. The finisher with the leg drop kind of worries me a little bit because that shit's got gotta leave some injury at some point. Well, he also has yeah, that like. Where you saying? Yeah, that's, not know. safe from any move. Yeah, that's true. But also too, he kind of has that like flatliner style thing, like the move that Mike Knox was using. Yeah. Like yeah, we're kind of like dancing with him, and like Bray Wyatt was using that in a. He was using that in uh, NXT for a little bit as well. I have a feeling everybody's used that move. No, it's awesome. Just so everybody knows, that is a uh, a modification on the Death Trip, which was my finisher. I think my my finisher in all the SmackDown games have been that. For, well, no, like my my real finisher in the ring. No, well, I'm saying when I was a worker. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I was your finisher just Edge's finisher? Yeah, because I wanted to be Edge so badly. Okay, and I failed miserably, and then evolved. What was that move called? Was that the execution? The no. downward spiral. I did use downward the downward spiral. The edu- the execution was that thing where he takes his head and slams into the back of the mat, which I used as well. Um, yeah, did he use he never used the ejaculation though, right? No, only on a face. No, yeah, only on <laughs> only on Lita's face That's and Beth Phoenix's face, and you know. No, instead of a heel, he did it on the face. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, right. All right, continue. That, That's not what you meant, Dave. Oh, that's completely what I meant. Yep. I don't believe you now. But. <laughs> continuing uh, continuing on, uh, Wade Barrett, after winning the Intercontinental title last week on Raw, had a successful win over Santino Morella. Um, and I think the cool part about this was like, you know, Brandon said it before we started the show that he could have seen Santino winning, which was crazy. But Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I mean, Santino's awesome. We know that. Yeah, so. he's an amazing worker. He's got a lot of talent to him. So, And he's won me over. Yeah, which that takes a a lot to do. And Santino, at first, if you listen to like 
a, few, a while back, you'll hear me shitting all over Santino, his gimmick, how I hate the comedic gimmick. But now, like now you would Cole. love you would love to take a cobra to the face. I take a cobra. What about <laughs> you? Would you, Chris? Brandon, listen. No, seriously, would you? No, I hey, wouldn't. Are you serious, dude? Would you that, cobra, if dude? Santino Morella came up to you and says Cobra, you wouldn't be like, "What do you know?" Shit, well, if, if it was, if, you know, if it was the Cobra that he does yeah. as his finisher, and not the Cobra so that maybe that Brandon's trying to allude to, because he's trying to make a bad that. joke right now. Oh, yes, dude, I'm serious. Like, I would fucking, I would sell that shit. So you would take a Cobra to the face? Yeah, Brandon, it's like a push Brandon? Nelson. Except I would never take a push Nelson. Why I would take not? Because I, I have a bad neck. I've taken my share. Yeah. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. A lot. Yeah, a lot, a lot. All right, continuing on. Uh, the Bellas and Tamina Snuka defeated the Funkadactyls and Caitlyn. So I guess, you know, going off of the eight-man, uh, the eight-person intergender match that was supposed to be at WrestleMania was on Monday Night Raw. You know, and this continues this feud between the Funkadactyls and the Bella, but also, too, kind of gets Caitlyn involved and then just kind of throws Tamina Snuka in there. I got it. This is another person. Well, Naomi being is another person that's starting to win me over. Naomi should have won you over months ago. Yeah. But well, you went to the bathroom. Huh? You went to the bathroom at TLC. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Hey. All right, you were marking out over her at <laughs> TLC. It was awesome, dude. Hey, yeah. um, you know what? The we've seen now the Divas division kind of taking that step that the tag team division took. Where they're kind, of, it's kind of growing. It's kind of getting a little better. So the, the overall product is expanding. You, you know, we say it all the time. You have one diva segment in the entire show, and you're good. You're solid. You but know? I don't think they should be bringing in uh, past wrestlers. I think Bella Twins are good. That's it. Yeah. I don't think they should be bringing in anyone else because they should be bringing up Paige. Yeah, <laughs> and Audrey Marie. Audrey Marie. They have so okay, many. But guess what? The news report that you read. Said NXT and past superstars, divas. What news report? Back when they yeah. fucking dropped the the news report about uh, oh we're gonna look for all these divas. Yeah, they, yeah. Talk, they spoke about bringing back past divas yeah, and bringing some, up NXT people. Yeah, but that was a while ago, and that was that still that was before some of them turned them down, and before some of them started trying to negotiate. I just think that they should be focusing on the NXT people. And if you bring in way too many people, it's just going to become a clusterfuck. But it's that's how many people were there before, and they weren't being used. Now there's a chance for them to be used. Yeah, brother. Why? Who would you bring in? Kelly Kelly. I would not bring in Kelly Kelly. If she wants to, I don't see why not. So who else are you going to bring in? Karma. If she wants to, again. But the thing is, you can't bring in so many, because then it just, they end up, what the fuck is this truck doing? I'm talking, asshole. Like they just it just ends up being overwhelming and so much. They need to keep it down to what they have instead of bringing in so many and going crazy. I no, I can I can uh, agree with him. On I don't I don't think it's going crazy. It's just having options. Yeah, but you don't want so many options where people end up not being used. I well, mean, that's what happens regardless. That's yeah, one. But right now. Yeah, but they could avoid that. But they're not. They're not going to fire a bunch of divas just to get NXT people up or whatever. Who's saying fire divas? You're yeah. saying you don't want people to be. I never unused. once said fire divas. But you're saying you don't want people unused. Right now, there's divas that are being unused, and that's why I'm saying to bring in uh, people that have been there already is pointless. Now that the divas division is it is becoming a name, you have the Bella Twins. 
Okay, fine. Bring in what? Bring in maybe Karma or Kelly Kelly. Don't bring in both of them though. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's all it's all separate storylines. Even it could be. But they don't have that much time to give everybody a storyline. I mean, they have a lot of time, but you know, there's so many storylines going I, on that right now. I mean, with the storyline wise, look at SmackDown and Raw. How many repeat matches we see? They don't take the time to actually give uh, different uh, wrestlers so and storylines a chance. Their fault. That's their fault. Which I'm faulting. Okay, we're, we're, we're I don't know. Spending I, too much time on the Divas division. Yes. But that's a good thing. That means that they're doing their job. Yeah, amen. Amen, brother. Um, one last good from SmackDown, Triple H coming out to cut a promo about his future uh, as a in, as a rest, sports entertainer, which is then interrupted by three-man band who tries to take a page out of the shield and surround the Triple H, which then is interrupted by the shield and takes out three-man band. I'm convinced that Vince McMahon loves three-man band. He probably does. I mean, look at everybody that they usually are involved with. It's Randy Orton, Triple H, and all these other, uh, Sheamus, all these other large, like, main eventers and large characters. I think that they are so behind three-man band that it's crazy. I know, I, I like just, it. Brandon. I think it's bullshit that uh, three-man band could be beat up all three of them by Triple H if that was going to happen. Like, I don't see them being getting the over... No, what am I trying to say? I don't, I don't know. See them... you, don't, you don't see three-man band beating up Triple H? If right, like... They, interfere? Right. No, okay. no, no. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, okay, right, yeah. Okay, I could, I could yeah. see that too. But, I mean, you never know. It's wrestling. We've seen three-man band and whoever take out other people before. Yeah, I just don't see it. Maybe I'm I just think three-man band and taking out people doesn't work in the same sentence, Dave. Well, they did take out a few girls, I think, and a few promos. Really? What? In the when they were doing like going to the bars and whatnot. No, I don't oh remember. I don't re- recall. When they that. first got together, they were like meeting up at bars. No, well, they went to that one bar. That was it. No, I thought that was at least two. I don't know. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I liked, I liked that. What you yeah, like? Also, too, the sh- what does the shield have to do with Triple H? Absolutely nothing. There's no injustices that he caused. He beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar. That's an injustice. No, that's justice served. Brock because- Lesnar is their teat. No. And Bro- they are suckling from his teat. No? No, absolutely not, because <laughs> Triple H was uh, Triple H's arm was broken by Brock Lesnar. He went back, he got justice, and beat Triple H, uh, Brock Lesnar on the grandest stage of you all. Justice served. There Maybe the injustice I mean, is that Triple H is taking this spot from someone else. No. Yes. They, yes, that is an injustice. Well, an with, injustice. The, with the amount of people that, you know, like, we didn't even talk about it on last week's show. The Rock apparently tore his pelvis, like, straight off the bone. You, you know, I guess he's taking the Rock spot because, you know, the Rock is supposed to kind of be their focal point, but, you know. No, we need somebody yeah, else. Go five, they got to film, though. What? They got to go film G.I. Joe 5. Yeah, and he's going to be Hercules. Actually, Hercules. And, Oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah. Pretty- yeah, he's going to be Hercules, which should be interesting. It should be Arnold, but that's just me. Yeah. Why? Because it's Arnold. Come on. He was Conan. Okay, but still. Conan, Hercules. Conan. 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 Yeah. Conan. I know your red brother over there, Conan. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, but all right. Let's continue on. Let's get on to Monday Night Night. I almost said it. Monday Night Raw from this week. Monday Night Nitro. I really almost said Monday Night Nitro. You did. I mean, yeah. Monday Night Nitro. Yeah, all right. All right. What's that? 
Might as well have just went with it. Yeah, all right. Let's talk about. I'm just gonna call Monday Night Nitro for the rest of the show. All right. Let's uh, let's start off. Uh, oh God, man. I'm trying to look here. Uh, let's start off with the bads. You start off with uh, Randy Orton. And Sheamus defeating the Big Show for the second time in two shows. We didn't talk about it on SmackDown because it happened on Raw. And so. a lot of the fans are starting to catch on. Some people were tweeting to us saying, didn't this just happen on SmackDown? WWE, we're not stupid. People catch on. They, it did just happen on SmackDown. Yeah. It's, I don't know, the end of it, the entire match, I don't give a shit. I was actually surprised that this was the opening bout. I but, liked the bro kick though into the RKO. That was the yeah, only that thing. was that I, was nice. I did like how Big Show took the RKO. Yeah, he sold it very well. But yeah, some me, people land on their knees. Big Show just like fell. To me, I'll always say it. Randy Orton, bores me. Sheamus, you keep teaming up with Randy Orton. You're gonna start boring me. Yeah, you're gonna Sheamus. Be, don't bore Brandon. All right. Yeah. The the. the the least out of the people that you should be boring. Um, uh, one other bad that we have is the fact is WWE latching on to the worldwide craze that is known as fandangoing by putting together an entire video package and having Fandango come out and tell people that they shouldn't see him and they shouldn't catch on to fandangoing and him leaving. Once once you go into the ring and start talking about fandangoing, it's not a thing anymore. Yeah, it's it's so stupid that fa- like it's kind of like how once your parents like something that you like, it's just like, well, fuck this. Now that Jer- you have Jerry Lawler in the ring saying how great it is and WWE just pinching every last penny out of it, it's just it's kind of worthless. Well, didn't we? Wasn't that with the yes chance last year though? Like everybody yeah, was so behind the yes chance the day after de- WrestleMania, there was a Daniel Bryan yes shirt out. I, yeah, but that's I, don't, com- I think that's completely different. Like, they didn't latch on and say, oh, my God, there's yes chance. Everybody, you guys should go chant yes. Yeah, that's the well, thing. Well, we did I, regardless. I that's two. I don't think they needed an in-ring promo about it. They just had to have him go out there, do a match, or not do a match, and that's it. I don't think Jerry Lawler should have been used at all for that. Yeah, there was no reason for Lawler, and he just left the ring. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to leave the ring now. Yeah, and I don't I, think that that segment went over at all. I thought it bombed. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, as I, much as I love Fan, Fandango, I mean, I have his, his ringtone, his theme music is my ringtone. Sick. Yeah, it is pretty sick. Because like, you know, when I when he calls, I'm just like, I don't want to answer my phone right now because I just want Fandango. Damn it! I almost did the I Dream a Genie thing. Asshole. That's funny. See, Mister O. No, it's not. This, no, because so, you know, because subliminally. So okay, I'll, I'll break down the four. Last night we were, we were setting up for the next Ringside Reaction show, and Brandon started talking about it. Now it's subliminally in my head. You doing? <laughs> Rich, Rich brought it up. He goes, he goes. You know, it's just the I Dream of Genie theme song. I was like, yes, I fucking told David that, and David. And then I went into the whole thing about how you and I were going to try and get Chris to sing it. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking Damn about. It. Yeah, okay. Damn it. I, I can't do it now because I've, I've, I've dreamed genie stuck in my head. I, I think that this – the entire segment was a fail. I think that the crowd booed, uh, booed him and reacted – acted as if he was a uh, heel, which he is, as opposed to going along with the fandangoing. Uh, but there and, were people that were fandangoing. But not many. Yeah, there was enough to hear it on TV. That's many. I didn't. I heard minimal, minimal, and the only reason that you David, see you you it, watch dude, Monday in, Night Raw, you watch Monday Night Raw on two. You have to crank it up two? to at least twenty five. No, yes, 
If it's too loud, I, you're too old. <laughs> That's yeah. very true. I don't know. I feel like they just zoomed down on people that were fandangoing, and you didn't see the entire audience. If you saw the entire audience, you would see that it was not going over. Yeah. I mean, the, oh, let's just mention the fan, uh, go fandango yourself or whatnot. Yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> but what? But after Raw, you called me and said, oh, my God, I just fandangled myself. But fuck that. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Dave. Um, that was all the bands we had. Let's talk about the middles. Uh, three-man band was in the ring uh, wanting to challenge the Shields. Uh, they didn't get the Shields. They did get Brock Lesnar, though, who beat the living ever shit out of the three-man band and then challenged Triple H to uh, old this – is, this is what he said. He said old-school steel cage match. That's what he said? Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm like I, – if they bring down the blue, like the hardcore blue uh, cage. steel cage that they had – That's going to be mark-out moment of the year. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> that would be fine. That would be fine if that was that, but I don't want to see Brock Lesnar versus Triple H. It's simply yeah. a match that does not have to happen. I mean we could pretty much guarantee that it's gonna you're gonna see a bunch of Kimura locks, you're gonna see a bunch of pedigrees and You'll see some spine busters into the cage. Yeah, and that's pretty much you'll see somebody get their head grinded against the cage and they're gonna be blading so it's gonna be And then be Paul Heyman's gonna get thrown off the top of the cage somehow. I don't <laughs> think they're they're not gonna cut themselves open. I can see it. I can see it too. It's extreme rules. Come on. Yeah. Why why wouldn't you, honestly? Yeah. Because you're not supposed to. And you're not unquote, from supposed what we know. To, but people I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. It's not come on now. I just hope for the sake of wrestling that Kane does not go crazy on that night because it is May nineteenth. And we know his history with May nineteenth. For no, those we don't. Not, help us out. Are you serious? You don't know the history? No. Help us out. You don't remember those promos and everything where it's like May 19th and he was going around backstage freaking out? No. What was it? It was – I don't even remember what it was. I think it was something like the day uh, – what's her name? Katie Vick? Fuck? Yeah, Katie Vick died or something. I don't know. I'm sorry, Brent. I'm, so, I'm sorry that I'm not – You're – are you – like you guys don't remember any of that? No. Wow. Because there's a lot more important things in my but life you, that I have to remember other than the, the Katie Vick promos. Is, I'm sorry. Hold up. The funny thing is – we hear Brandon talk so much shit on this podcast. He is correct. There is promos with Kane talking about well, me. I'm not going to fucking be And being paranoid about it and whatnot. But that was Kane. That, how does that have to do with Brock Lesnar? I'm saying I just hope Kane is good for this pay-per-view. He doesn't come out and like fucking tear shit apart. Yeah, okay. Oh, this. I guess on the 19th they found out that's where The Undertaker's mother and Paul Bear were. His oh, that's what it was? Yeah, May 19th, 1998. Okay. All right. Well, let's get on to some more medals then. Uh, the Road Scholars defeated the awkward team of Kali and Santino Morella. I mean, I think we, we, we call it a bad just because Kali was it match. Was it just me or was Greg Kali really good in this match? Are those two things no, that I'm should be in the same me. sentence? <laughs> I, all right. I, will, I still give him credit for taking that triple powerbomb from the shield. But, and he did have a really good match against... No, no, no. I think, like, probably Ziggler. But overall, no. Does, do fans actually, like, does this get over with the younger audience? Or no? I Maybe. We're not the younger audience. We don't know. Yeah, exactly. I'm curious as to if y- the younger fans Why actually like ask, Ali. Ask, 
ask some kids the next time you're at the event. Be like, yeah, right. Yeah, just go up to some kids, all creepy, like, hey. No, I didn't say do it creepy. Yeah, hey, hey, you want to help out my podcast, marking out? I'll give you a lot. Come into my van. Yeah. See, you play doctor. Oh my god! All right, well, okay. Now, creepy creepiness aside, let's get on to <laughs> the uh, the goods because there was a lot of goods coming off of uh, Monday Night Raw. We have a new United States champion, Kofi Kingston, defeating Antonio Cesaro, and what was a great match. Uh, Kofi Kingston pretty much got the, um, I guess you could say, the opportunity to do this because he beat Antonio Cesaro on SmackDown. Uh, hell of a match! United States title is now around Kofi Kingston's waist. Um, what's next for Antonio Cesaro? What? While I'm thinking about this, I am very happy to see that Kofi – I've said it on the podcast so many times. Kofi Kingston needs a championship. I don't think Antonio Cesaro needs a championship to get over. I feel like he could get over with just his moveset alone. And Kofi Kingston kind of without that championship started to fade away and that keeps him relevant. While I feel like Cesaro without the championship won't – have the oh. same path as he Kofi, did. Kofi Kingston has a great move set as well, though. Yeah, but I just I just don't see Cesaro I, fading away without a championship. In regards to Cesaro, I wonder if, like, we understand his move set and everything. I wonder if other people like see it that he's oh, probably dude. one of the strongest in WWE. Oh, I'm so happy you mentioned that because there was one part where I think there was a power bomb or something. Or he, he caught he caught Kofi Kingston mid move. Yeah. Oh, it was a tilt. He was a cross body and he did the t- tilt world backbreaker in the air. Yeah, there was that. But he, then he had like another move where like, I think Kofi just, was going for a hard crown or whatever, and he did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Where he just lifts him up, and you can tell that's all like your lower back. That's fucking power, dude. Yeah. Guys, just shredded. But yeah, going back I'm, to, uh, I'm happy with Kofi being the champion. I kind of went into that match feeling as if. Uh, Antonio Cesaro was going to lose it because for months we saw nothing out of Cesaro. Well, we, well, I mean, we've seen a lot from Cesaro. Not, we, not he, U.S. Championship wise. Uh, yeah, I not mean, Monday I, Night Raw wise. He didn't even have a WrestleMania match. Right, which is like we bullshit. said, he was. If you go back and rewind the footage of Undertaker's entrance, he's there with the U.S. Championship <laughs> in, in the red suit. I just don't. This is another match that was on SmackDown. Yeah. Well, no, but you know what? This is different because Kofi Kingston beat him. Like, let's say that Kofi Kingston didn't beat him on SmackDown. We wouldn't get this match. So it's like, hey, he just beat the United States yeah. champion. He's He should be getting a United States title match. You know what? I could see them, even if he did lose on SmackDown, I could see them still doing it overall because it's, I don't know. I just feel Stop like that's arguing that. It's storyline. That's what happened. Well, okay. Well, I... I you guys had a great idea when you tweeted on Monday Night Raw. Rematch, ladder match, extreme rules. Right? How fucking awesome would that be? Honestly, yeah, that would be pretty... pretty I, didn't, I, I, th- I didn't even say rematch. I tweeted that before, I think, Kofi won. And then bringing Cassius Ono. No, so somebody's like, oh, change it to Miz, Miz Barrett, um, Kofi, and Cesaro and make it both titles on the line, whatever, but I don't want to see that. I want to see what see great one-on-one... No, I don't know if it's unification, but just like I don't know. Well, uh, the idea apparently the idea that was thrown around was that at WrestleMania it was going to be eight man ladder match for both the Intercontinental and United States title. 
that was an idea that was thrown around. I liked it. I mean, yeah. is this to combine them or to have both of them or just like it, have to it, it could be combining or both of them, like, like one well, person. I think, that I, I think it would be a cool idea if I don't know if this has been done before. What you have two yeah. of the titles hanging and yeah. you grab whichever one you want. And yeah. then the other title is still up for grabs. Oh, well, no, that's what they wanted to do. Both? What? Why wouldn't you grab both? I don't know. Because I maybe like one the of only way the only way an ending like that would work is if two people were on the ladder and they were like beating each other up and then boom, no, like I we see that fell. working. I no, feel like nobody, done- nobody in their right mind would climb a ladder and only take one championship. Hey. Yes, but if you had to choose, if there was a stipulation where you had to take one, and I feel like they either TNA or WWE has done that before. I think TNA has probably done it. I mean, I, I I feel like I've seen this before, or it's it was something else hanging where they had to pick and choose what they wanted to take. Which which would you want? Which would I want? Yeah, if you were a professional wrestler on WWE television. What? I would go to IC belt. Chris? Yeah, I'd probably go with the IC title too because I've already held the, the United States title. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I already held the United States title. What about you, Brandon? What would you take? I would choose the United States Championship. Why? I love the way it looks. So you would – but the pre- amount of prestige and background to the IC belt, do you want to go with that? background to the U.S. Championship as well. To WCW and nobody yeah, wants – even that. WWE. I could – Eddie Guerrero was U.S. Champion. A bunch of guys. So. John Cena. Yeah, hell yeah. Zack Ryder. Right, yeah, see? Yeah. All right, continuing on. More goods. Um, Jack Swagger interrupts Alberto Del Rio and Dolph Ziggler's rematch for the World Heavyweight title. Alberto Del Rio is too injured to compete that night, so Jack Swagger gets a shot at Dolph Ziggler in a non-title match and wins. So, I mean, I don't like the booking, especially with a brand new champion like Dolph Ziggler. They really shouldn't have him lose like one week after. But, you know, and then afterwards it kind of sets up a a triple threat match for Extreme Rules. It's going to be Alberto Del Rio, Jack Swagger, and Dolph Ziggler. That's like – I feel like in the past I wouldn't like this, but I see it. I understand it and where where they want to go with it. And I'm okay with it even though Del Rio just won the championship and whatnot. Yeah, Del Rio won the championship. Yeah. you mean Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler? Yeah, Ziggler. Sorry, it's okay. Yeah, like I, I understand where they're going and everything. And I, I, I was with that match. I thought it was actually a decent match. Yeah, no, I liked it. The, the yeah. I well, the Ziggler's guys know each other. Team. They were at a tag team, so. Nah. Yeah, so that was that was good. So I liked when uh, they were going to do Del Rio and Ziggler and and uh, Jack Swagger came out and got the ankle lock on. Alberto Del Rio and Alberto was like on his head it seemed like yeah. he was being yeah. lifted I, up I could actually see Del Rio and Swagger continuing like after they have the triple threat match I could see those two having a side feud for no championship and just going because they have so much uh, heat between the two of them with the ankle and the championships in and America how, yeah and like Ricardo and everything Zeb Coulter I feel like there's so much that you can do with this minus the championship where you could put lock up Ziggler with someone else yeah yeah alright cool 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 uh, hell no uh, for the second show in a row defeats the primetime players because they did the same thing on Smackdown but a uh, bigger picture because this is a good more like a great next week um, they will be in a six-man match. We saw like this kind of alluding to the Shields, uh, pro, uh, Shield feud. They'll be facing the Shield. It'll be Team Hell No. Wait for it. 
And The Undertaker making his first appearance on Monday Night Raw in a match in three years. Really? Were we at the last match of his or no? I don't know, Brandon. With Undertaker, was it John Cena? I don't DX, know. And somebody else? No, I don't. Team? I don't know. No, I don't know. But um, yeah, this is no. That's what they are there. I was watching the promo for it on uh, main event on Wednesday. Wednesday, okay. yeah. What what I do not like about this is that we just yes we just saw it on SmackDown. This is so repetitive that we just saw it on SmackDown. And now it's on Raw. Well, don't but, say this. Specify what this is. I just I just did. Yeah, While well, we were talking about hell the no shield. primetime players. Yes. Hell no primetime okay, players. Okay, continue. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. Primetime players and hell no is so repetitive. But then on uh, on Saturday morning slam, you have the Usos go over primetime players. Why aren't they going to be versus uh, Team Hell No on Raw? Yes, I mean, they're both faces, but there's still a championship involved. I, right, yeah. Like, I just don't understand why have the Usos go over primetime players and not give them a shot at Hell No. Why, ha- with so many tag team options... You don't need repetitive matches on SmackDown and Raw. Primetime players don't need to always be going up against Hell No. And that's the thing that for whatever reason, there's a gap in creative or WWE somewhere that they're just – it's like a standstill. I I hate it when I look at all this and I'm like I could definitely book this a lot better than they are or write this out better than – I feel like everybody says that. Yeah, every, every smart Mark fan says that. I definitely feel the same way. But hopefully there's a bigger payoff to this. Next week should be next week's six man match should be awesome, and that should be the head, that should be headlining. Oh, uh, without a doubt, that should be the main event, and especially in London. We know the crowds in London; they are insane. Yeah, imagine Mon- the last week's Monday Night Raw. It's going to be. Oh wait, yo! Do you think the Fandango is going to be even larger over there than it was in New Jersey? It's well, number they're... it's number nine in the UK charts. Of yeah. course, it's going to be. Oh shit! Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. You know, funny thing, I you know I mentioned this to Brandon last night while we were doing the the whole ringside reaction thing. Um, I was listening to this week's Art of Wrestling with Cole Cabana. Actually, a really good interview with Kyle O'Reilly. I I think I bashed him on the show once, but I kind of have new respect for him now. Um, Brandon Burns think you bashed him. What? I don't think you ever bashed. No, him. No, I think I called him the Marty out of the uh, out of Future Shock once. Nah, they they're both ta- uh, talented. Tech yeah, no, they football. are, they are. But um, yeah, no, Brennan Burns, he's a British comedian. He's been on the Art of Wrestling before and stuff like that. Apparently, him, it was he, he said it was either him or some other guy that was next to him that started the whole Fandango chant. The da 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 da. Damn it, I, I can't do it. It's da 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 da. No, it isn't. I feel like I feel like there's so many people that says that. that yeah, though, that's that, what he said. Like, that's what he said too. Yeah, I feel like everyone's like, "Yo, I started that chant." That's well, I know, I know that I successfully last time I went to Monday Night Raw started a "We Want Rider" chant. So. I heard Dave Destruction started that actually. There were many chants, and who knows if Destruction was even there. I hate that. I really, I really don't like that. Okay, I got it in my head now. Good, thanks. I hate it. I really can't stand people who fandango. Good. I can't stand you sometimes either, but, you know. It's not just you in general. It's just I I can't. I don't don't like fandangoing. Next NYWC show, I'm just going to do it right next to you the entire time. And I'll be like, Brandon made me do it. Yeah. I'm not going to partake in in any fandangoing. Yes, you will. Even though I just did now. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, uh, more goods going on from Raw. Uh, R-Truth defeated Wade Barrett. Yeah. 
I don't know what you guys want to say about this. <laughs> no, it was a good match. I, honestly, I really didn't think our truth was going to win it, and he pulled out the victory. So maybe they're trying to feel out a next opponent for Wade Barrett. I, that's what I think. That's what I think they're doing also. And you want to kind of keep this mid card division too on its toes because you don't yeah. want to make Wade Barrett so dominant like they were doing for so many months with Antonio Cesaro. Like he can be beaten. You know, there's right. ways. There's ways to beat. You know, and that's the thing. I, I don't think that a champion always has to win. I think they're they're they can lose matches, and it's not going to deflect. Not deflect. It's not going to denotch them on a belt or whatever. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, continue on. His first comments since losing to The Undertaker at WrestleMania, CM Punk makes very few, has very few words for the first time in his career and walks out on the WWE universe. So he, we don't, he, hugged, he hugged Paul Heyman. And he left. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a good way for CM Punk to leave? Oh, I don't think he's leaving. Apparently reports that I read on the sheets with a Z um, that he's going to be out till SummerSlam because he's got a heel. You know, he was. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. I think I, I think it's fine. Good. I mean, come on now. The guy. How what was his streak up to over 400 days going? I mean, come on now. The guy needs a break. Yeah. So give him a break, let him sit, relax, grow a big beard and like some shaggy hair and come back like all like disheveled and deranged because he hasn't beaten The Undertaker. And then yeah. put him on put him on a nasty tear again to, you know, win the WWE championship. Yeah, I think uh the hug and just nothing else was was brilliant. Yeah. Just it it was powerful, I think. And uh I feel like a few people complained that it wasn't sufficient. But, but I think it did its Dianu? job. What? Excuse me? Dianu? What does what that do mean? mean? Never mind. Okay. I, I I know what that means. I don't get what you said. It reference. wasn't sufficient. Oh, okay. I got it. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, in regards to CM Punk, I could see WrestleMania 30 being Undertaker versus CM Punk again. Why? I don't know. Just the way cause we saw Triple H, Triple H. Oh, well, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Triple H. Punk, Punk. I wouldn't be a fan. And I think next year, next year, Punk could do it. I, I wouldn't be a fan of the repeat, well, shit, the, them doing the same WrestleMania match over just because that's so, that Undertaker has done that so often. But I can easily see that where CM Punk does come back with that, like, tunnel vision that he wants to break break that streak. He, that's what he has to do yeah. for the entire year. That's what his main motive. Fuck the WWE Championship. He needs to break that streak. And I can see this going on at WrestleMania 30 and him defeating him. I can. So, I, t- I agree with you, Dave. I, I, I well, Dave, not even agree with you. It's Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. <laughs> I don't want to agree with Brandon today. <laughs> but I, I like that idea. All right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, who else are you going to put up there? I don't know. Exactly. Rock. No. You're not going to say Lesnar. No. You're just going to say Brock. Just, yeah. You got to say the whole name. You don't say just say Brock. Say Brock Lesnar. Brock. No, I say like Trevor. <laughs> there we go. John. Cena. All right, a couple more goods coming off of Monday Night Raw. (laughs) You had uh, Nikki Bella defeating the women's champion, the Divas champion, Caitlyn, in the uh, good old twin double switch because Brie Bella got in there to get the roll-up and the win. Some twin magic. Some twin magic. There you go. It was a good match. I loved – this was just me. I love the fact that like they're commenting on the size of the Bella's tits during the match. 
which I thought was hilarious. It's, it's is, is it hilarious or not? Like I don't know, professional? It, yeah. No, it's a, a, it's not professional at all. But I, that, that's why I found it funny because just because no mean, one you really Jerry had to Lawler, like, Jerry Lawler tried to say a joke and it didn't. It wasn't what he he should have said it. And Colin JBL were giving him but shit. You, but for you know, it. but you know, Vince McMahon in the back was probably laughing yeah, hysterically about it. I feel like it's a Michael Cole and Vince McMahon are in some kind of a frat together. Where this goes back to with the Lillian Garcia looking like a horse joke that they said on air. Do you mean like Jerry Waller? Do you mean Michael Cole? I thought that was Michael Cole. I don't know. I, I don't know who said the horse thing, but Jerry Waller was the one. This the initial. Well, I don't know. I just feel like they need some more to be a little bit more professional because they are also we're dealing with a lot of young people listening. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like, yeah, I was just going to say it was fine if they did it in like early 2000, like Jericho did it with Stephanie. I, I feel like now it's kind of disrespectful. But, I mean, it's like right. it's cool like for Triple H, doing it. Triple H did it with Eve when she got her implants and it wasn't funny then. Yeah, I feel like if a wrestler did it, it's it's a lot better than if a commentator does it. Yeah, but even then, I didn't think Triple H should have done it. I don't think that was necessary. Jeez, are they trying to push this other Bella twin to get it, get implants? No, I, I think mean, that, that's that, that's now that I can like. I didn't notice it at first, but then like on Monday Night Raw when they were walking, I'm like, man, I'm like Nikki's tits are huge. Yeah, I feel like they're kind of trying to like put her in some sort of a mindset where she's just like fuck well now I need to compete with my sister I need boobs no I, I don't think that's the case at all I think they were just making a terrible joke I mean hilarious joke at, at first but you know I guess you guys didn't find it funny or unprofessional I should say uh, it's like beating a dead horse or dead Lillian Garcia <laughs> now you're making the jokes about Lillian Garcia and you're and you're making uh, oh my god alright well, one last one last good uh, for Monday Night Raw before we talk about some outside of the ring stuff um, Ryback Earlier in the night, cut a promo saying, you know, John Cena was never there for him. They were supposed to be friends, but, you know, he took all this brunt beating from the Shields. Uh, John Cena then calls out Ryback to come in the ring to have a confrontation about this, but Ryback doesn't even make it to the ring because the Shield comes out and beats the ever living hell out of John Cena. Um, I guess it is the whole Super Cena thing. I guess it kind of brings Super Cena down a peg. But also Ryback has some great points there, and the the, the whole that whole promo kind of reminded me of uh, Bully Ray's whole like rise to power in Aces and Eights. I'm not uh, like to go back a little bit with Ryback's promo. Come on, like let's be. It was just like it sounded just like Ultimate Warrior. No, and, uh, no, me, because it made sense. It, yeah, it, right. That's exactly <laughs> what I was saying too. Making sense. If Cena is Superman, say hello to Kryptonite. Come on. I Come on. on. That makes tons of sense. Chris Brown comes up with better lyrics than that shit. No, 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 no. no. You, no you never, ever, ball. ever, ever, ever give Chris Brown any sort of credit because he's the biggest fucking poser in the world. I'm not going to give this any credit either. How does that not make sense, though? What does Kryptonite do to Superman? Come on. Why? Why? I feel like it's just stupid. I feel well, like he could have... What would you have said? What would you have said? I don't know. I'm not a writer. Cut the promo right now as if you were Ryback. Do it on Cena. Hold on. I got to figure this one out. Uh, no. I can't do. It. Okay. See, so I think it was a perfect makes perfect sense. Everyone says Super Cena, John Cena, Superman, blah blah blah. Ryback wants to come in. He wants WWE even made reference to it. Right. See? He wants the championship. He wants. He's Kryptonite. He's going to kill Cena. John Cena. All right. Let Dave do his. Right. Let let Dave do his basic man impression. Cena, you're supposed to be my friend. You know, friend. Oh, he's doing Ryback. Feed me. 
More. You sound like fucking Cookie Monster. Yeah, right? Cookie. Honestly, I think that John Cena and Ryback just need to hold hands, skip three little flowers in the garden, and listen to uh, Happy Together by the Turtles. John oh Cena, me one cookie. There you go. I like, you know, I liked it. I like Ryback's promo. I just, like, yeah. I like how it was shot because you had yeah. that, you had that one, like the one, like light, like right on the side of his face, and the other side was all shadowy. It looked, I don't know. Do you think that they they recorded it pre-recorded for a reason as opposed to doing it in front of a live audience? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it would have been went over if it wasn't if it was done live? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you, I think it would have went over, but I, I don't think, think I, I don't think they I don't think they trusted Ryback to be strong in that. Exactly. Also, do you think that he would be, would have been able to do it in one take? No. Well, yeah, if it's live, you would have had to have done it one day. Yeah, but do you think that he would he would have been able to? I mean, maybe that's why they did it I'm back. I'm sure he would have gotten through it. I don't know. I mean, that was one of his longer <sighs> promos that he's ever done so far. Yeah. Hey, whatever. It, you know what? Some things need to be pre-recorded, and I think that was one of them. Oh, I, I agree with you. I think it had to have been. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was Monday Night Raw from this week. We'll see you next week. Uh, emanating from London, England. So um, we're hoping for a raucous crowd. Uh, that six-man match looks like it's going to be sick. And uh, we'll see if Triple H responds uh, to Brock Lesnar. It better be an oh, uh, I was going to say, speaking of uh, three-man teams, I mean, well, speaking of Undertaker and Kane and Hell No, and regardless with the Shield. Three. Yeah, WWE.com listed a bunch of three-man teams that they think could take on the Shield, past, present combinations of whatever. And uh, I figured we we could do this. Okay, what's yours, Brandon? I well, of course, the Mark and me. And of heart. course, let's just clarify: this is this could be uh, past, past, present, living, live, passed away, everybody. Right. Nope. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would honestly, I would like to see Mick Foley, Mark. Yeah, and the Hardy Boys. I don't think they could take them. You can't. I can't see the Hardy Boys. I don't know. That. They're pretty extreme. All right, I'm going to choose pick mine. I'm going to go with Dr. Death, Steve Williams, and the Legion of Doom, Hawk and Animal. Nice. I can see that. Um, Hawk. Well, that was actually pretty good. What a rush. Okay, I'm just going to. That was your Ryback impression, right? Yeah, pretty much. And my cookie monster. Yeah. All right. Well, I didn't even th- I didn't even think about this, so I'm just going to pick people off my head. Uh Bam Bam Bigelow, um let's see, Extreme Tommy Dreamer maybe. Yeah, and then um, Bob Backlund. There we go. Craig, three man oh, team. On. Pick a real one. I no, I I can't I couldn't think of this. I honestly like I I really have to like sit down and think about this. Well, I mean like the death doctor death and stuff like that. I just picked out of my ass like Yeah, I just picked out of your ass. Yeah, dude, you have no idea. Okay, what here we do. go. Here we go. You want an extreme team? Bam, Bam, Bigelow, yeah. and the Dudley Boys. Yeah, Perfect. okay, that works. Perfect. Yeah. There Wonderful. you go, see? Bam, Bam, Bigelow, just doing cartwheels around all of them, gets them all confused, and the Dudleys come and throw them through the tables. Great. <laughs> so why can't the Hardy Boys Why play? am I even so, on such a Bam, Bam, Bigelow kick recently? Because he's awesome. He is fucking awesome. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's that. I, can see, I can't see the Hardy Boys. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just, serious? That match alone with Jeff Hardy and Undertaker should prove that Jeff Hardy could take the shield. No. No. Sorry, Mark. 100%. Fans write to me. Please tell me that. Yeah, I, just tell Brandon that he's a Mark. Which team do you like the most? Yeah. If you like Team David. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, Dr. Death and Legion of Doom. Hashtag Team David. <laughs> <laughs> you like Chris's team, put hashtag Team Chris 
didn't think of something out of his ass. I don't know. Don't, don't, don't hashtag anything. It's a pretty long hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag Chris. All right. Well, let's continue on some more WWE talk before we hit, hit, hit a break. Um, this week, it was announced that the WWE will be moving their developmental area to Orlando, Florida, and they will be opening the WWE Performance Center, which is going to be a state-of-the-art uh facility in Orlando, Florida. It's going to be complete with a rehabilitation center, uh, seven wrestling rings, and it's going to be combined with Full Sail, who has been producing the NXT show. There will be an edit suite for the students to edit down NXT, and it looks like it's going to be something super special. It should be uh, open by the end of the summer. I would like to know if I'm allowed to walk in there. I'm sure you can. I know. Actually, I'm not too sure you can. I wouldn't assume yes. (laughs) I don't know. I just assume it would be a normal place, but I don't know. Like, if I needed to be rehabbed, can I go there for that? Or is that <laughs> you would? You would. You would fly no, down well, to Florida. No, some people. Oh, I went to the doctors that the Mets used. I went to the doctors the really? Mets used. People Every, do that. Yeah, but those are those yeah. are pri- those are like private practices. Right. So I'm saying, is this going to be like a? I private don't think this. Practice, I don't or? think this is a private practice when it's the WWE performance. Is it just center? for the quote unquote the boys. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just quote unquote the boys. I don't know. I script, think that scripts, 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 scripts. It looks awesome, though. I mean, from looking at the designs and everything, and yeah. then how they have the PT department. I wish that at some point I just got into the doctor of physical therapy school over at Russell Sage in Troy, New York. Nice. And I Congratulations, am hoping Dave. that at some point that would be so cool to land a job there. Maybe Dude. you could intern. Yeah. Know anybody that works for WWE that could get you a job? Yeah, right? After I graduate and everything. That's, get it. Me. That's gonna be the first there. place Dave applies for. Oh hell yeah. With my experience and everything. Yeah. He said, Oh hell yeah. And then I'll be hanging then I'll be hanging out with the boys. I'll be I'll 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 get phone calls and be like Yeah, I'll get text messages nonstop. I just got a brain buster from El Generico. Triple H just retweeted my tweet. <laughs> Triple H follows me, not you. Yeah, I'm thinking of Twitter. With my athletic background and everything with uh, amateur wrestling, I think it would be a good fit. Don't forget backyard wrestling. Come over here, let me switch in music, you. No, I can't. I have to be professional. Leave me alone, HBK. (laughs) You'll see Dave, like, after hours, just, like, licking the ring mat after Paige has been on there. (laughs) 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 For the simple fact that you laughed and we're going to continue that. Then I'll find out that Mark Henry was actually just in the ring. Yeah. And then I'll be looking at more. (laughs) (laughs) I'll, like, like gather it up a little bottle, use it as shampoo. I was going to say, he's going to smear peanut butter, even though he's allergic, and just lick that off the fucking Mark Henry sweat. Peanut butter and and, and dark chocolate. Where do you get the peanut butter from? I don't know. It's something people lick. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, that that kind of Which, that kind uh, of fell it, short. I think that's the end of that little thing. Yeah. That, so I, I'm I'm excited to see the uh, WWE Performance Center in its full capacity. You know, you'll there'll be there'll be 800 videos of it on WWE.com when it's done. But are they going to maintain the one in, that they currently have or no? No, I think everybody's going to move to Orlando. Okay. With the larger facil- facility, do you see them bringing in uh, hiring a lot more wrestlers now? I mean, they got seven I rings. If, I don't know if it's a lot more wrestlers, but they said they're bringing tons of jobs. To yeah, Orlando. they're bringing like a hundred more jobs to Orlando. I, I don't know. I can see them all like get a lot of the jobs, I but I what's just... the point? What's the point? In seven rings? Is it for like let's say four different classes? And if somebody needs to like a superstars need to come down there and like I think so first matches or whatever they can. Yeah, but also like each. I mean, I think the power. What is it? WCW Power Plant had like a shitload of rings in it too. Did they Uh, have like? I don't know. I don't remember there being a lot when I saw footage of it. They had more than one ring. I mean, 
that gives everybody more flexibility. You don't have to wait for everybody to get in the ring. You don't have to just stand on the side of the yeah, ring. Yeah, and also, like, too, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder if it's like, are they going to separate it for class? Or? Yeah, I mean, you can have multiple classes going on at once. If somebody wants to uh, work on sp- something specific, specific, you have a ring to work Sorry. on that. See, like, now would be a great time for another season of Tough Enough so we could see this. They've been talking about I just was just reading stuff about a new season of Tough Enough, which I I think would be, be awesome. if And then if they replace Bill DeMott with uh, Billy Gunn. Well, I think Booker will be on there still. No, hmm. he's too I don't know. I would, take, I would take Booker off and replace him with someone else. And Stone Cold, will he still be on? Like, what the fuck? I can see Stone Cold maintaining his role, but they're—I mean—they're hiring a lot of people. Then we know, like Mike Bennett went in for. Uh, we don't against, know. Yeah, yeah, we do. We know Ow. Mike Bennett and a bunch of other wrestlers had tryouts a few months ago. Yeah, apparently, and then there's, there's rumors right now too of apparently this week Sammy Callahan is undergoing medical testing for the WWE. So, I mean, like we, I heard, we've I heard the- to Sammy Callahan, I think last year, probably around the same time. So who? I mean, yeah, that's that, right. I did hear something about that. Yeah, so from some I insider, that, I heard that they're interested in booking Railroad Rudy for next year's WrestleMania, so they're looking at him to be in shape. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, tell you that new place would definitely be great for Railroad Rudy, especially yeah. yeah to work off all that ring rust. He's yeah. definitely in shape, dude. There's no ring rust there. There's definitely no. They're so 100%. if uh, if you want to contact Railroad Rudy, uh, get in touch with Brandon. At B two G six one. Stop seriously. Stop fucking saying that. <laughs> It's not funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. I heard that that's Rudy's account, though. No, oh, and you know that you haven't heard that, so fuck we off. We need to make a Twitter account for him, though. Listen, we, I know. we would Listen, we're going to talk to Railroad Rudy this week about getting into the social media era. Can you imagine? What? Like, Railroad Rudy on Twitter. Like, what's he going to tweet? Choo-choo! Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's crazy. I just railroaded somebody. Just yeah. railroaded some ring rat in the back, in the, in the back uh, parking lot of Denny's. <laughs> Uh, we've heard crazy stories from him. So. Yes, I know. So, well, you know, we have still have to get him on the podcast. Imagine, imagine, yeah. All right, all right. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna email him a little bit later on today. Yeah, we'll, you don't really know him like that. So, Brandon, yeah, does. so you then you email him. Yeah, Brandon, and you do something. something <laughs> yeah, we'll get something set up. All right, all right. So let's uh, let's go to a break and uh, wait, come- wait, 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 wait. Before we go into the break, speaking of like the whole NXT and everything, Ben Henderley's wrote in a question to us. And he wants to know, do you think Bray Wyatt should be brought up onto the main roster with his family or without? Uh, for those that don't know, Bray Wyatt right now has the Wyatt family in NXT. It's with Eric Rowan and uh, Luke Harper, who's Brody Lee from the indie, mar- uh, indie scene. Indie Marks. Yeah, indie For the market. indie Marks. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I think you I should think bring be- him up first and then bring up the family afterwards. See, with I think the same, cool same family? Same family. Yeah, why not? Okay, I, I can see that too. I think if anything, you bring up Bray Wyatt, cut the promos and everything, and then after a week, just bring in really, just really quickly though, bring in Harper and then fit Rowan in there. See what I would do is what to do. Yeah, what right. That's weird. What to do? I don't even think I could say that twice. But what I would do? What I would do? <laughs> I was joking. I said it twice. But what I would do is air vignettes and have all of them in the video. Bray Wyatt could be the one that's wrestling. They don't have to wrestle right away. Yeah, that that uh, that could work too where they all they're all kind of featured as being being brought in all at once, kind of like the radicals. 
Yeah, I would rather bring Bray Wyatt in first and like you know have him have some matches than after the matches get on the microphone and say you know like you know has like very ominous, very creepy promos, and then like a couple of weeks you have these guys just come out of nowhere and attack. But like that's the thing, like I could see them. What was that, Dave? I love his promos. Like you could like a perfect way to debut Bray Wyatt on WWE television. Cut to like a it's like nighttime, dark. You're like at a swamp or something. And you're there. It's it's all three of them, and Bray Wyatt's doing the talking, and like they're the other two are looking kind of like crazy in the background around a campsite. Like the others At are night, not a campsite, though. No, no. Like they have a they have like a a little fire going late at night, right next to a swamp, roasting some like beans or some shit. Just well, roasting that, some beans. Then they're hobos. Yeah. And like yeah, Chris, hobos. What was it, Christopher Lloyd? Yeah, they're hobos. Yeah. Yeah, Dennis and Dennis. What up? Uh, did, did you guys see Cassius Ono versus William Regal? I yeah. saw part of it. Dude, that match was amazing. It was. Very good match. I feel, like, I feel like that's a sign that he's going to be brought up after this because, well, I don't know. I guess it's the only example is well, Dean Ambrose because right before also, Dean Ambrose went up, he had an awesome feud with him. Also, anything after this is after this. Yes, will brought that, up regardless after this. That is a fact. That is a fact. All right. So what happened to that break? Um, Brandon had a question, but let's get to that break now. We're going to come back and talk about... Are we okay to take this break, Brandon? Are you going to cut me off again with another fan question? Actually, no. Good. All right, so we'll be back. I'm marking out. Oh, it's only a a sound thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's the thing. I thought he was about to film me saying this, but I guess it's just a uh, vocal thing. So I'm going to make it really good. I'm going to make sound effects, voice effects, all this shit. Listen. And you're listening to Marking Out. And we are back on Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Um, that had to be, I think, my favorite bumper so far that we've ever done. It's a good one, right? Yeah, the cat, I love, and you know, man, I love Kevin Steen. I feel like I badmouthed him too. No. <laughs> I, I, feel like I, I feel like I've been like shitting on everybody recently, but I haven't. You know, some people like that. Yeah, I, I haven't Some heard anything. Some people any, like that. I so, heard anything. So. I, think, I think you're doing a great job, buddy. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, anyway, let's get on to uh, some wrestling talk here. And something we have foregoed the past couple weeks because it's been so crazy with WrestleMania stuff that it really hasn't been that important has been TNA. Impact Wrestling. We have to kind of go back and touch on a couple things. So last week... You had Full Metal Mayhem. Jeff Hardy gets the number one contendership shot against Bully Ray in a crazy ladder match, and Jeff Hardy is unsuccessful. Now, like, Aces and Eights is kind of running house all over TNA, and Jeff Hardy was uh, put out on a stretcher. I was actually a big fan of this match. You know what? And also, also the product itself is getting a lot better. Now that the fact that they're out of the impact zone, now the fact that people that are going there to actually want to watch this instead of just going there to take a break from the sun and the heat of Orlando, Florida, is a, is a good thing. I, I agree. There's one fan that always tweets to us saying, like, whenever we put out a tweet shitting on TNA, they're like, oh, you guys are WWE marks, you don't care about TNA. Obviously, they don't listen to podcasts because we, pray, we give them a lot of praise on the podcast. Absolutely. They're doing, they're doing I mean, a, lot of, a lot of things better. I, I, the funny thing, the cool thing was, was after that match, it really reminded me of all those uh, TLC matches and matches that they had in WWE and how great those were that I went to the gas station I ended up buying that Edge DVD just so I could watch those TLC matches again. Nice. 
Yeah, good story, right? Yeah, no, no, I, it was good. And, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm this week and this week on Impact, it kind of showed that Aces and Aces kind of like taking over. Devon was supposed to defend, to defend the television title against Magnus. He was then uh, brutally interrupted by the, new, I guess, the tag team of Doc and Knox hitting the, uh, the high times on the entranceway, taking him out. And then Samoa Joe was supposed to get a title shot as well, and that was interrupted as well by Aces and Eights. So they really have, have a stranglehold over WWE. Matt Morgan, you know, Matt Morgan backstage, too, made a lot of very good points. He's like, you know, these guys are running over. All of Hulk Hogan's boys are out. Jeff Hardy's golden. Hulk Hogan's... Wait, what? you say all over WWE? It's all over TNA, I'm sorry. I uh, know, but before, legit, had no idea back in the day that those were drug references. What? For what? Chronic and high times and shit. No, oh, I, I had I, no idea. None how is at that? All. But how is that possible? Like, I had no I, idea. I, I just, knew it. I had no idea. And you taught all. me what poontang was. I didn't really know what it was back then. Cousin really? Brandon, that's vagina. So I know everything. I don't know. I remember when you taught Jared the c word, and my mom was so fucking pissed coil? off. <laughs> what you say, coil? coil? Cuddling? Yeah. No, see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday? And my mom was so pissed that you taught him that. I remember. I don't recall. Deny, deny, deny. Deny, deny. Yeah, deny. sure. All right. Uh, yeah, so Aces and Eights run their rough shot. All over. I still, I just don't, We. I mean, I'm sure all three of us can agree on this. We don't get D'Lo Brown. I don't get D'Lo Brown, but his high, but his, uh, the sky high. Yeah. That, hit at the end, that was actually, that was a legit, it was good. Especially I want to see the low down. The, the push sky high. I think it was because someone pushed him right into it. <laughs> like, listen, if D'Lo Brown was just D'Lo Brown and he was wrestling to get younger talent over, I'd be fine with it. But for this, the fact that he's an ace and eights, just I don't get it. You know, one person that I was very like skeptical on being an aces and eights was Anderson. But he, now that they're giving him some microphone time, right? I'm, he's great on the mic. Yeah, he is. He's really good, and I've missed him. And every every time he cuts a promo, I'm just like, I'm really happy to hear because it's it really shows what what he can do yeah I mean yeah after t- after taking out uh, Kurt Angle after that uh, match with him and Westbrook I still don't get Westbrook's go yeah that, that I too don't. I don't understand yeah you, you said like you were very hesitant with Anderson and Aces and Eights I'm very uh, the same way but with Bischoff and uh, uh, Briscoe they're the young guns you know you need you need a collection of now guys, young guns, and the uh, the veterans, and they're you know they're they're doing that they're doing that well. Uh, another thing that I, I'm actually a really big fan that they're doing well is this whole new reformation of the X division. You know, having these three random wrestlers in qualifying matches, and then the next week facing off in a triple threat match, somebody gets eliminated if they get pinned. Uh, last week we saw the return of Mason Andrews. Uh, Scorpio Sky, Harold, Harold uh, Sanjay Dutt, and the returning Petey Williams, Maple Leaf Muscle, making his return and getting the win, which this week got him in the X Division match. Uh, was not pinned. Zima Ion was pinned. Kenny King does retain, so it looks like Petey Williams will continue to be on Impact Wrestling program. So next week or whatever, it'll be Kenny. It'll be wait. So next week it'll be a new triple threat. It'll be a qual- another qualifying match, and then the week after it'll be Kenny King. But uh, Petey Williams could yeah, Petey Williams will be in it. Yeah. Yeah, Petey Williams and then whoever wins. Wait, but in that other triple threat match that they do, I guess, next week, is it Petey Williams already in it? No, Petey no, no. Williams, it's, Petey Williams it's, already it's qualified to be match. in this like triple oh, threat match. So they do two separate uh, triple threat matches. Right, like two it takes two weeks for the it takes two weeks to get to the 
actual title match. Okay, so you have one triple threat match, then the next week you have another triple threat match, and those two winners. No, 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 no. One week you have a triple threat match. Okay, and the, the winner? The winner goes into the triple threat match next week with for the TN, for the, champion. For the ex- yeah. And whoever retains from the, the match previous week, and now, and then the third person who gets to be in. And now, what about the person that doesn't get pinned? Aren't they still in it? Yes, that's Petey Williams. I'm confused. Petey okay. Williams won, didn't lose the match last night. Zima okay. Ion lost the match. So, okay, so Zima, Zima Ion's won't out. be in the match next week or the week after that. Petey Williams won't be in the match next week. He'll be in the match in two weeks. But then. Because who, next week is just okay. a qualifying match to be inside that match. Yeah, so it's the, the winner. And the winner of both uh, the first triple threat match and the winner of the second triple threat match face the champion in the third triple no, threat no, match. Okay. No, no, Brandon. Okay, Kenny Dave. King no, is okay, champ- Brandon. Shut up for a second. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say shut up, but okay. So Dave. That's so rude. So Dave, next week you're going to have yeah. three random wrestlers. Okay. Whoever wins that match goes on to the next week in for, to battle for the X division title against Kenny King and. Whoever was not pinned in the X Division match, the X Division title match, the two weeks before. Wait, so where where does Petey Williams fit in though? Petey Williams Petey last Williams. week. Petey Williams last week defeated Mason Andrews and um, Sanjay Dutt. Okay. So he went into the match this week, but he was not pinned by Kenny King. Okay. So he gets to stay in that championship match. Okay, so the winner actually advances to the championship round, and while the person that doesn't get pinned. Is featured in the next triple threat match as a to as a, like another opportunity to get into that triple threat match. No, he's still in the, he's still in the match. He's not. Dave, they're not going into the triple threat match to qualify. There's a qualifying match and then the actual match. Kenny King is champion, so Kenny King will be in the match regardless. Yes, that's that's four, um, five, um, and then. But it wasn't in what, the context. But it, no, what but it, but it, wait, 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 wait. But it wasn't in the context that we usually use it in, so I don't think that counts. And it still counts. People count it. Okay, but I don't. What are you still having trouble with this? A little bit. I just got. I got to read it or see. Take three wrestlers. Name three wrestlers right now. Bob Backlund, Dutt, Dutt King, Kofi Kingston. Okay, so Sanjay Dutt, Kofi Kingston, and no Kenny King. Okay, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and who was the last one? Actually, I'm changing it. Kofi Kingston, Kenny King, and Jerry the King Lawler. Okay, so <laughs> you have We Three Kings or whatever, and who's cha- who's the X Division champion? Kenny King. Kenny King is the X Division champion. Yes. You had, let's say, Jerry Lawler, Kofi Kingston, and who else? Is there another person? Eddie Kingston <laughs> in a, a qualifying match to get into that match. Okay. Eddie Kingston lost. He will not be going into that match. Jerry Lawler lost. He will not be going into that match. Kofi Kingston will go into the match to face Kenny King, and whoever won the match the last week, whoever didn't get pinned last week. Okay, now I get it. Okay, Rap- good. Railroad. All right. Now I get it. And then it. Railroad Rudy is normally in the match, so. Right. Okay. So, but anyway, um, one of the things I want to talk about with this, now that we've spent five minutes explaining this concept to Dave. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's going to be the, the caption for the show. The, it was the, just king, 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 king. 
by using every wrestler that has a name. Chris and Brandon try to explain the new concept of the exhibition to Dave using all wrestlers with the word king in it. <laughs> That's going to be the caption of the show. Then it's going to be a random picture of Jerry Lawler. No, it's not. It'll be something else. It's going to be the big, big booby Slangston. It'll be like the king <laughs> from a uh, rumble. Yeah, all right. So what do we think about the stunning new state-of-the-art technology that they used this week, the X-Cam? I hate it. I don't hate it. I think it was well used because it like I liked when Zima Ion was like screaming into the. Uh... To me, I didn't like that at all. No, no. BRB, just, BRB. Okay, BRB. It just to me that showed that like that broke the fourth wall to me. Really? Because he's yelling. <clears throat> he's not supposed to be yelling at a camera. He's yelling at a referee. Yeah, but it's right above the ref's eyes, so he's just right. The so ref. like I don't. To, I don't know. To me, that broke. I just didn't like the ye- that, that it was yellow. You know, uh, that's the only thing I didn't I like. I just, I don't know. They have to find a better camera, I guess, maybe. It's, no, it's probably, a, it's probably a GoPro that they strapped to his head and they just don't want to put the logos or anything like that on there. So they, the ref just hits record right beforehand and they record it. And that's why, that's why it was done on the week that it wasn't live. So they can go in and post and kind of just snip everything in there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's that. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's why it's probably done like that. And you can hear like – and then you can hear you know, they overdubbed it. Look at this stunning state-of-the-art technology. Yeah, I just – I don't – to me, I'm not going to – I don't think I'll be a fan of that. I don't like it. Uh, to me, it, it, it reminds me of when WWE did the whole thing with the microphone. I'm sure other people did this too where they brought them – they like commentated their own match basically. I think Laycool did it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I liked because you like you heard them commentating the match or whatnot. This is just I don't need to see another camera. I don't need to be in the ring. Hello. Nice, Dave's back. You know what I mean though? You don't need like to if be- I like I don't need to be in the ring to see a wrestling match. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like. You know what? I liked it. It gives it a different angle and kind of gives this evolution, you can say, to the X division. Um, the Knockouts division has been all over the place recently, uh, with the fact that Taron Terrell is now a full time worker. They have been looking for a new referee. Two weeks ago, it was Joey Ryan, who I think did an amazing job, and I thought was just so awesome. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I just like the fact that like every time they put him in like a, the girls in like an awkward position, he was like sitting right behind him, like rubbing himself up. He's like, yeah, that's right. I, I'd, I'd rather see him as ref than a uh, ODB. I mean, I, ODD, ODB did a better job, but I think just the, the, the comedic wise and to add a little bit more flavor to that match, I like Joey Ryan. But uh, this week, yeah, ODB was the referee. Uh, between- I don't think I'm just – I'll never be a fan of ODB, I guess. But I mean not to say – I didn't really see her scratching her – her vagina. Her she slapped punch. it like once. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I, not a fan of that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. And I don't, I don't know. I feel like you need a referee, bring in a female referee or whatnot. But that the thing can't the get thing, caught up in a storyline, right? And the thing is, is that I think she could be a good referee. She was trained by OVWs. I'm yeah. assuming, right? Yes. So, look how many people came out of OVW that could ref matches that are pretty good. Yeah, no, absolutely, I agree. So you know, well, it's it's you know, we'll see what happens going on. You know, we have a new number one contender in Mickey James, right? Yeah, yeah. I okay, so. I, yeah, I, I watched the match. I swear, <laughs> I, I watched it. I just yeah. it was Mickey James and Tessmacher, right? Yeah, it was, just was it? Yeah. All oh, right, I obviously didn't watch it. Unlike these two, you know <laughs> how I remember my quiet. You Her know ass. How I remember that it was Tessmacher. <laughs> Her ass. No, no. 
Oh my god, was, that ass! Okay, relax, Dave. When she was getting into the ring, the camera just panned up giant into her vagina. Yes, I remember that. that was like, good. what? What kind of angle was that? I don't know. She should have been like, "Oh, look at my vagina!" Yeah. Mickey James's country. Mickey James's country album will be shipping this week, I think. So right, no one cares. It, it comes out May something. Yeah. You like this vagina? Well, you shouldn't. It's Nicole Bass's vagina. <laughs> Wait, why do you say that? Why? I don't know. Well, why do you pronounce it like that? It's Bergina. a Giant. It's a Family Guy reference. Yeah. Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's like when I went to my gynecologist. All right, Meg, let's take a look at that Virginia. <laughs> so, all right, and uh, one thing, last thing we'll talk about with TNA uh, is AJ Styles, you know, reappearing with the uh, first live SmackDown. I mean, not being on any side, Aces and Aces is trying to court him. This week it looked like Bad Influence is trying to court him. He should show up on Impact Wrestling. I mean, not wrestling, uh, riding a motorcycle. That would kind of take away from the whole Aces and Aces gimmick, don't you think? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, well, what? the whole because when we see him in those other videos, he's like speeding off like a little bitch in a yeah. But he's riding more of like a street bike. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So not a motorcycle into a street bike. Yeah. He, he, but we saw a, right to the ring. But we saw AJ Styles' uh, first in-ring return, facing off against James Storm this week and getting the win with a submission hold, which I was uh, I was interested about. I mean, it looks like he's just got him in like kind of like a weird Boston crab. What was he wearing? He's just wearing just black. I mean, he was wearing like like the same AJ Styles gimmick style, you know, attire, but it was just black. You got to reinvent yourself, and that's exactly what he's doing. Yeah, absolutely. What, is, what does that mean? But, you always got to change your gimmick and change it up and everything, or else thought, it's going to get stale. I thought, I thought you were mocking me. I think I said that last week with somebody. Oh, did you? I think. I don't know, I'm being serious. And adding a submission move into his move set, I think, is a great idea. Absolutely. No, I totally yeah. agree. And the fact that he's coming out with that leather jacket on with the hood over and stuff like that, it was really adding some more depth to his character. But um, everybody that has been courting AJ Styles are still going to be courting him because he walked out on uh, bad influence getting beaten up by Aces and Eights, and he didn't put on the new cut that Aces and Eights made for him. So... I think this is uh, this is a good way to kind of like you know maybe put AJ Styles back in the spotlight is making him being courted by all these different kind of you can say pseudo stables. Do we see him in the long term or once this is over or at some point? Do we see him as a heel or a face? What is he going to be? I think he's going to be that tweener. Everyone, oh, in the in the long run, I think he'll be. He's the as much as no one really says it. He's the face of TNA. He's been there since right. day one. He's you know. Done everything I, there. I don't know. I could see him as a heel and meeting up with Aces and Aces. Well, we like we just saw him as a heel. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Like last year, two years ago. Oh, with with Fortune. Right. Yeah. What? Then he was a uh, heel with uh, what's his face, Kurt Angle. Yeah, that's right. So I don't like. I don't know. I don't know. I, I could definitely see it, and I would understand it. I think it would be cool if he did but, up with Aces and Eights. But who does TNA have more of? Heels or faces? Uh, aces and Eights? Heels? Right? I would go with Heels, but I, I still think I feel like if he did join Aces and Eights, it would show Aces and Eights' dominance in TNA, and If he joins be, Aces and Eights, wait, it's officially it would, a joke. Wait, but it, no, it, it would end up being like, TNA has no hope. Who are you going to turn to to help out? They've been taking out everybody. Who's going to be that person to stand up and yeah, fight? And then, then and you then know what happens. You, no, that's where you bring bring in one of these guys like 
That's what'll happen. Yeah, then Virgil's gonna be the next fucking member of Aces and Aces. <laughs> what will his name be in, in TNA? Vincent? If, Jeez. If, no, if Vincent was a knock at Vince during WCW and Virgil was a knock at Dusty during WWE, what will it be for Dust will it be like what would Dixie they still just use Virgil. They call him Vince. <laughs> they call him Vince. Vagil. Vagil. <laughs> ah, great. Virgil can start selling Vagisil. Yeah, right. Jesus. But it's not what you think it is. It's an energy drink. No, yeah, right. Shut <laughs> up. Just. just <laughs> hey, all right. Check it out. Who's gonna save T- TNA for Mesa's and Eights? Oh shit! It's Vagil. <laughs> TNA. Uh, Impact Wrestling is brought to you by Vagisil, the new energy drink that gives Virgil his energy to go to place to place to sell different things. Meet him at a, ga- a gas station or uh, train station near you. Oh my god! All right, so that yeah, that's Impact Wrestling. Uh, we'll be able to talk about it a little bit more in depth next week because they'll be live again. Because this week was the taped week. Next week will be the live week. Uh, one last thing we want to talk about is NYWC April Rain is coming up and not the rain that's coming outside of my window because I can't stand it. Um, oh, it's raining right now? A little, I think it is. It's a little drizzly. It's supposed to be yeah, like... Tw- I, I like it when it's like that though because it's, it, the sun's like peeping through so yeah, it's, <laughs> so it's kind it's, of It's peeping Tom through. I think, I think it's peeking. Peek out our heads. I oh, have to go walk through that, New York City. Shut I up. Go, you, I, before we even, even move on, Fuck I got to I gotta go one up because because with that uh, peeping and peeking and whatever that shit, you're I, such a dick. Brandon called me out on uh, my language and whatnot. What on Raw I said, uh, code uh, color coded, C O D E D, and Brandon was convinced that it was color coded. I was like, C-O-A-D. I think it's color coded. No, it's color coded. Coded, C O D E D. Yeah. Yeah, so I was correct, and I was so happy that my language was better than Brandon at that moment. I know. My 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 language, my vocab, whatever you want to say, is awful. Yeah, yeah. it's all right. Uh, Every, everybody's vocab is terrible. I even like I'm, I talk to people, and I, I correct myself. I'm like, did I really just say that? I did. All right, continuing on. Um, okay, so yeah, yeah. Dave, Dave gets the one-up on Brandon. You have a few matches, and I wouldn't really say one-up because I've one-upped him since. I know. Well, he finally gets a one-up on you, so fuck off. You have a no. small penis. That's not at all true, but I don't, <laughs> I don't understand how you would know there's that. There's no pictures, so there's no proof. Yeah, right? I'll, I'll, <laughs> no dude, proof. I'll, I don't care. I'll send you a picture right now. Well, calm yeah, down. Yeah, yeah he's going to send us a picture of a big black dick. <laughs> calm down there, man. All right, so what, what matches do we have for April Rain, Brandon? Uh, right now we have Ryan Rush, who, as we've seen, is a heel, uh, taking on John Silver. Yeah, and uh, then we have Mikey Whipwreck and Stockade taking on the Big Game Smith James and Bill Carr, who are the MYWC Tag Team Champions. So it looks so like that should be a, a brutal match because we attacking that we all have high hopes in. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. And that match, I mean, should be brutal. We know Mikey and Stockade are they're brawlers, so yeah. Then I'm yeah. sure the MYWC Championship will be on the line. Yeah. There will definitely be a bunch of more matches announced. For more information, go to nywcwrestling.com. Get your tickets there. It is April 27th at the NYWC Sportatorium. So until then, let's get into Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. Yes, it's Shameless Plug time. Plugs, plug, whatever. Don't care. Uh, Go follow Chris at... 
C.S. Ward, 82. During Raw, he tweeted us with, I think I had a tweet out there about, in reference to Barney Stinson, how he should be on Monday Night Raw. And he wrote to us, that would be legend. And then he didn't tweet back until two days or three days later, saying Dairy, legendary. Definitely pop for that one. That yeah. was pretty awesome. If you're a How I Met Your Mother fan, you know it. And I'm a huge. Yeah. Huge. And if, you, if, if you're not a fan of How I Met Your Mother or you have no idea what it is, go YouTube it because it's pretty funny. Or it's on Netflix also. Yeah, there you go. I don't even have that, so I don't even know what the hell that is. I don't know what Netflix is. Yeah, right. Um, also, go follow... Well, I don't even know my second one, so... so. Actually, here. <laughs> go, here uh, go follow Brooke at... BDAP54. She is training right now at the House of Hardcore, who just announced that they're going to have a new, uh, their second event, I think it's June 11th. Um, they announced wait, the place, but I'm, what's that? Wait, before you say where it is, Chris, don't curse. Why? Because it's in Philadelphia. Ah, oh, if that, if that. Yeah. Why don't, why not curse? Because you don't like Philadelphia. Okay, so. I think the, what was the first amount? Uh, I don't know what the. I think it's like it's the, uh, Kendrick, young, it's the Young Bucks and Kendrick and London. Yeah, the rematch. Yeah, facing off, which right? in a rematch. They are, the, they are the Young Bucks, right? Yes. Yeah, in a rematch. So that's going to be awesome. We'll have more information about the House of Hardcore when more is released. Also, go check out the Bombshells Lady, uh, Bombshell Ladies of Wrestling, May 11th in Metuchen, New Jersey, at the Sportsplex in Metuchen. It's You're going to see Metuchen. Matuchin, oh fuck! Remember Matuchin. touching my asshole? <laughs> I don't recall that, but you don't I remember s- that joke? That's no. what you were I, laughing at before we went to sleep. Probably. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> at, at 7 p.m. they got autograph signing. At 8 p.m. they got the wrestling. You'll see Alexa Thatcher versus Missy Sampson, who's the Bombshell Ladies of Wrestling champion. You'll see a first blood match of Amazing Kong versus Amy Lee, Shelly Martinez versus Serena Deeb. And Amber O'Neill, Sylvie Silver, any social, and a ton more. Go check out ProWrestlingSyndicate.com. May 11th. Go to May it. May 11th. May 11th. May 11th. Yeah. All right. And then the next week is their, uh, they return to Queens, going to Woodside, which would be a great yes, event. May yeah, May, May 18th. They return to Queens with the Empire – what is it? The Empire Strikes Back? The Empire yeah. State Strikes Back. Empire State Strikes Back. It's going to be Scotty. Chewbacca versus C-3PO in a death match. Scotty Steiner's announced. Flash Funk. Yeah, that's the match. So, yeah, it should be good. We'll talk about that uh, when it gets closer so you guys are familiarized with it. But until Heck then, yeah. until then, it's Chris's Match of the Week time. Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's Match of the Week this week comes from the TNA pay-per-view one night only extravaganza uh the new school versus old school match of rashad cameron and the premier athlete anthony nice taking on kid cash and douglas williams i highly recommend don't order the pay-per-view because it's on daily motion so watch it there (laughs) (laughs) whoa whoa don't give out our source all right give out our source yeah well i'm not gonna i don't know the exact user but yeah i I watched the whole extravaganza the other day and it was great it's awesome good to see you uh, a mix of new and old school people. RVD versus Jerry Lynn was awesome. So yeah, go check out that paper. Go check that event out. So yeah, I'm not gonna put it up on the YouTube page because no one I, watches it. I always feel weird whenever you introduce your own segment. I feel like one of us should introduce it for you. Yeah, you guys introduce it with the bumper, so it's all right. I introduce 
all your segments and everything like that, including this I, next I, one. I want to show you some some love. Yeah, it's okay. I don't need love. Let me blow you. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Brandon, who are you shouting out? Hey, Vatos! Brandon, shout out! Mick cool. Foley, Mick Foley, Mick Foley, Mick Foley. Hey, by any chance, are you shouting out Mick Foley? Actually, no. No, I'm just kidding, yeah. I picked up his brand new DVD this week, and I can't tell people enough to go out and get it. I think it's better than CM Punk's DVD. But you're, but you're, you're, you're partial about that one. Right, because I'm, I'm a huge Mick Foley fan, but I really do think it's better than CM Punk's DVD, so make sure you pick it up. And it comes with a Mr. Sacco, so that's cool. Yeah. What I, exactly I bought a, is on this DVD? It's pretty it's much a like a retrospective. about his life growing up. But didn't they do that already? I don't see that's the thing like it's just like it goes more in depth and I don't think they've ever done a documentary for Foley the other DVDs have been matches so this is an actual like sit down interviews about everyone that he's been right in the ring with and etc interviews Shane Douglas is on it CM Punk's on it Kevin Sullivan Shane Douglas yeah that's surprising right yeah I wonder what else they have interviews for Shane Douglas for and what, then like the disc two and three are matches of his? Yeah, yeah, disc two and three are from his debut all the way to nine, I don't know, 2000 something. Like cuts off when before. he was wrestling as Jack Foley? Yeah, that was the very first match was Jack Foley and somebody versus. Uh, the Overtaker? <laughs> yeah, right. No, I think it was, I think it was a tag team match. Him and somebody else. Oh, against, I make Teddy Long proud. Against what's their names? British Bulldog and. Dynamite Kid. Dynamite Kid, yeah. I think that's what it was. Cool deal. Yep, all right. Next shout-out, Brandon. The next shout-out goes to Justin Gabriel. He won the Battle Royal on main event to face Wade Barrett later in the night for the Intercontinental Championship, and he put on one hell of a match with Wade Barrett. So, And the crowd seemed really into it, and uh, hopefully WWE takes notice of that and puts the title on him soon. Please, he deserves it. He deserve, deserves one of the championships. He's so talented. Yeah. And then the third anti-shout-out, number, I think, three. And it goes to the Barclays Center. I said the sound seemed off when we went to uh, TLC for when they were had promos and everything. And Tuesday night I went there. I saw Bob Seger and Joe Walsh. And by the time the music got to my seats, it was merely an echo. So Barclays Center... Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. What up, Barclay? What? Say something. Fuck off, says Brandon. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, fuck them. It's, it's a warehouse. It's not meant for concerts. It was terrible. Yeah, and then you're going to do like terrible. two more concerts in the next week, right? Uh, I have one tonight. I'm going to see The Rascals, which is a Broadway show slash concert. Interesting. Okay. And then next week I have Fleetwood Mac. Man, I just wish I had your life. It's going to concerts. Yeah, trust me, you don't wish you had my life. Yeah, going <laughs> you really to concerts. No, seriously, you don't wish you had my life. Brand- Brandon lives in a mansion, by the don't way. Ever wish that. Don't ever wish you had my life. You know he, drinks, movie- he drinks out of a gold-plated fucking yeah, you, trough. You, you, no. you know that entire Richie Rich? A that's, his, that's his life. Brandon, Brandon. That's what we no, call. seriously, you don't wish you were me. Seriously, you don't. Shut up, you don't know me. All right, no. Tell <laughs> you don't, bro. You don't, you don't know me. No. You don't know me. You think you know me. You think you know yeah. me. Where are the where are the kazoos? Um, all right. So yeah, good shout outs, Brandon, and anti shout outs. Let's uh, get to the main 
small segment of the show. It's our... Out moment of the week. We didn't discuss. We're this going again. to WrestleMania 30. You Woo! would be going to WrestleMania 30. <laughs> Just kidding. You would be. Do we? Do we? Anybody have marked out moment of the week this week? Um, I, I marked out during the Cesaro Kofi match. Yeah, like that tilt the world backbreaker when he caught the crossbody and did that. And then I, I, I marked out a few times during that match. Yeah, cool, cool, Brandon. I have no idea. I don't remember. Oh, like actually. Actually, to cut you off, I actually did mark out because I was watching a video of WCW Bash at the Beach, and it was all like the backstage footage from like 1987 or 86, something okay. like that. And it's just like Lex Luger, Legion of Doom, all these guys like drugged up backstage, just They're fucking not around. Up. Dude, come on! What? Come on! They've even made they made references of how drugged up they were on the video. My God. Yeah, so yeah, go on. What else? What was you? What were you? What, what, what was you marking out for, yo? What was you marking out for? Um, we didn't speak about Mark Henry, did we? No. What about Mark Henry? Didn't he attack Sheamus on Raw? Oh yeah, whatever. There'll be a bigger payoff later next week that we'll probably be able to talk about. Yeah, um, she went down. Um, I kind of marked out because, um, but like I don't think I should discuss it at all on the show. I mean, there's certain aspects of my life that I don't want to discuss. But I work for a production company, and we're doing a shoot right now in Norwalk, Connecticut, home of Barbara Shop Window. And I've been really, I was really tempted to tweet them to see where they where they were so I can hijack their offices. But I was too busy this week. Um, so we're doing a shoot in Norwalk, Connecticut, and you're going up I-95. You pass Stanford, and I must have passed the WWE headquarters like three or four times this week, just dropping off equipment and picking up stuff. So um, yeah, I kind of marked it. You know what? Every I've passed the WWE headquarters 8 million times in my life but every time you pass it you kind of mark out a little bit you really should just start going over there I mean and knocking on trying to get in at least one like I feel like if you did it a 10 times at least one time you'll get arrested you should definitely try it <laughs> I already want to try and and yeah at this point in my life I think I don't want to get arrested yeah, no, I, was, I, I feel like at some point I mean I don't understand why they don't give the tour they could probably rake in some money if they have a, a designated tour that they could give yes you know I kind of I, I mean not that I marked out, but on WWE Classics, they have Zack Ryder versus Christian for, on ECW. Okay. That was a good match. The next week we were there. Yeah, and SmackDown's coming uh, to Nassau Coliseum June 4th. Yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to go. And if I do, I'll just walk up if there's tickets left for $20 and get a ticket. Yeah. yeah. That's always the best thing to do. Yeah, totally. Totally, bro. Alrighty, So, uh, yeah, that's our uh, show for this week. So, uh, yeah, MarkingOut.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio is where you can find this podcast. Uh, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, Twitter.com slash MarkingOut. Email us at MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. Especially uh, if you got music. Yeah, especially if you got music. We're, we're using bumpers here, people, because no one's sending us shit. Come on. Um, listen, and, and I know we're all waiting for Brandon Singh, Dust in the Wind, too, but he doesn't want to do it. I tweeted out yesterday, I said, the, this week's music interlude will be me singing Dust in the Wind, hashtag April Fool's. April because Fool's like, April 1st. Well, no, Dick. like I said, April Fool's Day is a day, but to me, April is April Fool's Month. I, I'm, like, of that next caliber prankster. Anyway, so. for myself, Dave, and Brandon, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors, and we will see you next week on the podcast.
Jay Silver just hijacked the show? It, it sounds like him? That sounded like uh, the opening to the Flintstones. 